Hello. There we go. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in today to uh, the episode of 518 Talks Podcast. Uh, today, my guest is Mr. Deshaun Kunath, a member of the Wolfpack Wealth Group, who I happen to be a part of. Deshaun, welcome. Thanks for having me, Will. I appreciate it. Yeah, so what I want to really dig into today, and uh, you know, it's kind of a very important topic, is uh, entrepreneurship, opportunity, starting your own business, why things like that are extremely important right now, uh, why more of us need to do it, how do we get involved, um, and you as a young man seem to be very inspiring in your, in your passion to create wealth, not only for yourself, but those people around you, so I really want to just dig into that, so um, so let's start by just really talking about telling people who you are and what you're about. Well, I appreciate that. I, I, entrepreneurship is important to me, and I hope to uh, help others and inspire others on my journey. Um, but what I like to do and what I'm currently doing is I like to help people and businesses make more money. And that's what we're doing with the Wolfpack Wealth Group. I learned early on that if you can make other people more money, then you're going to make a lot for yourself and you're also going to provide a lot of value to the lives and experiences of other people. So what we do with the Wolfpack Wealth Group is we help people um, establish, rebuild, and restore their personal credit, establish and build their business credit, get connected with, uh, with different lenders and secure some business funding, and also provide people with the opportunity to run and operate their own business and to partner with us. So the reason why it's so important that people step out of their comfort zone, try to get a little away from that nine to five, away from that full-time job and work for themselves is because you can. Uh, being Being in a position where you have to constantly answer to somebody, where you're working on a fixed schedule and you're making somebody else's dream come true doesn't seem worth what little time we have here. So that's why I've started this journey uh, into entrepreneurship as early as I have. And I haven't looked back since. Yeah. And, and I really I really love that about you. Uh, how old are you? I'm 22. I just turned 22. And, and <laughs> I wish at, at the age you were at that I was making this move. I, I love that I've come in contact with you uh, at this age, you and the rest of the team from the Wolfpack. Um, but what, what I really love about you is your energy and and at the age you're at to be taking on this initiative. Um, I feel like you can now bring it to others, your age. Um, but what I'm really interested in is like, you know, I want to know about you. Tell me about you. What what makes you, go ahead. Well, I grew up in the Schenectady area. I was originally born in North Carolina moved to upstate New York uh, shortly after and I've lived in the Schenectady area for the last 17 years so since I've been five I've been pretty much in the same spot and um, since then I've played sports I've been involved with with the school system I've had to speak at the Capitol on behalf of uh, different parts of uh, education at the high school and middle school level specifically business education because I've always been pretty passionate about it like I said, I was big into sports. I'm a big sports fan to this day. And um, I just got back home to the area, to Schenectady, after finishing my uh, my bachelor's in finance over at the University at Buffalo. So um, business has always been something that I've been surrounded by. 
I've always been interested in it. I've always been passionate about it. And, um, and yeah, I just like the fact that I can add that to my life experience, let it change the kind of person who I am and bring that back to the area. And, and that's amazing. So for the most part, you're, you're just, you had no special setup, nothing, you know, nothing was given to you. So you come from pretty much the same area. Most of, you know, the, our listeners, our youth come from, you know, uh, the individuals in our community, you come from the same place that they do. Um, so at some, go ahead. Absolutely. And, um, and Wes Moore, he's a, he's an author. He actually spoke at the university at Buffalo my freshman year. He was saying that potential is everywhere and opportunity is not. And I heard him say that nearly five years ago and I haven't forgot it since just because that really does speak to our area. We have some of the most talented, uh, motivated, passionate and intelligent individuals where we come from. And on the outside looking in and just on the surface, it seems like there's a lack of opportunity. So what my goal is, what the Wolfpack's goal is, and obviously now what your goals are, is to be able to expose people to new opportunities, to broaden their horizons, because we do live in a place where, you know, we have people who can achieve great things. And we just need to show them that, help people believe in themselves so that they can chase their dreams, chase their goals. Yeah. And, and what I really like about what you're saying is the fact that that the opportunity is there for everybody. And, you know, the work just has to be done. We have to be able to step outside of our comfort zone. I think a lot of the times what happens is uh, when you come from poverty, you come from a struggling process. We're taught that wealth is not for us. We're taught that certain levels of business or certain levels of education are not for us. They're not even achievable. So why try? So when I see somebody or I speak and interact with somebody like yourself, I'm always amazed at the fact that you understand that at some point it was a decision and you were comfortable making that decision. I, I, I see this opportunity in my life. This is the interest. So not only do I want to get it for myself, but you wanted to get it for yourself and give it back to other people. And I think that's phenomenal. Yes, yes. And I, and I totally agree that people do uh, a mindset is definitely trained. It's conditioned and it's at least I feel as though it's my duty. It's our group's duty to be able to help people change their perspective. Mm. So, so on this journey, what are some of the experiences you've had? Well, I've learned, um, I've learned about building a business. I've learned about failing in business. I've learned about succeeding (laughs) in business and I'll briefly go over those, those things. So, um, in the beginning, when I first started, when I first partnered with um, Mr. Earl Page in the area, him and I have been doing a lot of solid work for nearly the last nine months now. Um, but, you know, eight months ago, we were moving so fast and making so much that we didn't understand really what we were doing. And it was kind of a bull in a china shop where you go really fast, you break stuff and uh and it, it involved working with many other people, coordinating things, and it was just the the classic case of too much too soon. Mm-hmm. So now we've put ourselves in a position where when we are helping people do the same thing, it isn't a it isn't a matter of too much too soon. And it's not that the it's not that we were making too much money and it's not that we were providing th- providing products, services and opportunities to too many people. It was that we were we had a lot of volume, but we didn't understand how to control the volume. So over the last couple of months, we've become masters of time management, of uh, asset allocation, 
of delegating in the, the right way. And now I, I'm I can I'm proud to say that we are able to help people do more than we did at the beginning without mm-hmm. having so much of the uh, negative experience. So uh, because I'm I'm the age that I am, and you said it at the beginning, you were energized because I'm I'm 22. You said you you wish you were exposed to some of the stuff that yeah, I've absolutely. been exposed to at this age. When I hear people say that, I get amped up because I hear it a lot. People are like, how old are you? I'm 22, and you do X, Y, and Z? Wow, I wish I was doing that. So, you know, the, this pudding tastes like the proof, if you know what I mean, Will. Like, people Absolutely. are telling me, people are telling me, hey, listen, you got something going on here. Keep keep at it, because not everybody has had the same experience and the same opportunities um, unfolded to them. So I just, I just think that... Uh, I think that it's my duty to bump my head first so that other people don't have to. Yeah. Well, no, and what I really love about what you guys are doing with the Wolf Pack is, is, is how you're taking the language of wealth, how you're taking the idea, the understanding of wealth, and you're bringing it to people who normally, you know, like you said, are conditioned to believe that it's not for them. That's really what, what, what made me want to be a part of the team was, it wasn't, you know, we're creating wealth for ourselves and, you know, everybody else will have to figure it out. It was, no, we want to create wealth and show others how to create it as well. And I feel like that's something that's very lost in our communities, in our, in our, in our, in our areas of poverty. Um, you know, if somebody becomes successful, they immediately they move out the hood and a lot of times they don't come back until you know it's a vacation or something so to have somebody want to create this situation and understand it this is not something you guys are just you're really doing the work to learn the language to learn like you said you're becoming a master of allocation and time things like that are are essential um because we know the struggle in our community is absolutely real people are working one two jobs minimum wage doesn't really cover the bills anymore and it's hard for people so to want to go into the community, to want to teach people how to start their own businesses, how to manage their time, how to how, how to allocate resources and, and to do things that, like I love that. Really, I love that because it gives us the opportunity not only to help the adults, but there, there's there's an energy with you that lets me know like we can reach the kids with this. Absolutely. And, you know, another thing, not for nothing, but if you've ever attended any kind of seminar that had to do with real estate investing, with personal finance, with um, e-commerce, with anything, anything like that, these guys come in, they're they're in they're all suited up. They're from a larger company. They talk really fast to try to get you to another event mm-hmm. where you're going to pay more money. Granted, <laughs> I've, I've been to these events and I've, I've learned a lot from them, but that's also that also has to do with the kind of person that I am because I've sat next to people at these events that left and they're like well my my thousand my fifteen hundred my three grand just went down the drain because I didn't get any of that and uh and I'm just happy to be able to bring it back to the community at the right pace with the right diction and um just presented the right way and I think that that's what drove you to partner with us because we held an event at the Coco House and uh, and after you saw what we could provide and after you got some feedback from the people who attended I, I saw the little light come on over your head too like wait we might really have something here and uh, ever since you've become an addition to the team 
we've been able to uh, to ramp up everything that we've been doing just because of the energy, the connections, the work ethic, and 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 the action that you're bringing along with the team. So, yeah, I, I just think that bringing it to the uh, to the community the right way, as opposed to just through all the information and, uh, and <laughs> let me get your money at the end and hopefully yeah. it works out uh, that's not we want to build this on a very strong foundation and we want the support from others and the way that we're going to get support from others is by supporting them first so we want to be do it first leaders we want to put people in positions to succeed we want to help people learn about about personal finance about business finance and uh, I've just I've just had a blast doing it so far yeah, and it's it's interesting that you bring up these seminars, right? Because when I was younger and I wanted to get into business, I went to a lot of these. I went to a lot of these seminars. I sat in these rooms. And for me, what I struggled with, the information didn't seem authentic. So it never connected for me. I understood what they were talking about very clearly. But because the energy didn't seem real to me, again, everything felt like a sale. So immediately after I left, it totally turned me away from uh, that sort of business in a whole in which I, my business became people. You know, right. I, I, what I started doing, and me and Earl have this conversation all the time, um, because of those situations and because of those type of people, um, the things that I focused on doing were more about uh, a people. It was more about the purpose than, than money. Uh, I've never been, it's, for me, it's never been, the drive has never been about money. I know how to make money, you know, but it was never, it was never connected for me because it just, the people that were delivering, like you said, the message, the energy wasn't real. It wasn't authentic. It was, everything was very disconnected. So when I met you guys and I'm listening, I'm like, okay, I, I kind of, I like the vibe. The energy is different. You know, well, there's, there, go ahead. There's, there's two sides to every coin, right? There's light and dark. But when you go to a lot of these events, you only see light. They only tell you about why, how things work, but they don't tell you about the uh, the, the obstacles you're going to have to overcome, the struggle you're going to have to overcome, some of the, the legwork that's involved that they keep out to make an opportunity seem more attractive than it is. And when we present to people, we always use personal uh, experiences as examples, like use use what happened to us um, both in a positive and negative way to dictate how you are going to approach whatever business that you are going to, uh, whatever business or whatever uh, investment you're going to embark in. So that that's where the authenticity, I feel, comes from us. Absolutely. So for, 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 for our listeners, right, for those people who are going to be tuning in, why do you feel like this information that you have is so vital? Because it's so... I don't want to say rare, but it's hard to find for sure. Um, like I said, I went to school for finance and a lot of the things that I talk about and I teach people and I coach people on aren't things that I learned in school. And the scarier part is that the people who were teaching me, some, some of which are, are doctors, mm -hmm. also didn't know some of this stuff. So I just think that the information is there and it's, it's protected more than anything by people who don't want everybody to be exposed to the information and uh for that reason I, ju I just think that we're providing a lot of value because it really is hard to find some of the some of the stuff that we know that we talk about even yesterday we talked to a guy who owns three different businesses he owns three different businesses he does very well for himself uh but he he wasn't uh he wasn't 
familiar with how business credit works. Right. And, and just little things like that that can really help you up your business, uh, increase how much you make, increase the contribution that you can make to others and to your community. Uh, the, it's just information that's been hidden, if you will. And, and, and I'm glad you said that <laughs> because uh, I, I find that to be one of the most interesting parts about the American dynamic is that the information is there, but like you said, it's hidden. And you would think with our educational system that these things would be taught. Um, I, I struggle with the fact that I believe that a lot of this is intentional. I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but <laughs> but I, I struggle with the fact that when I think about exactly what you're saying, that this information is there and the term hidden, uh, it makes me, it used to make me angry. Now it makes me determined. It makes me determined to uncover the information and give it to people because I believe everybody deserves this opportunity. I believe everybody deserves to have access to this information, which is why I really love what you guys are doing, um, unapologetically and, and authentically going out and, and creating this opportunity for other people. Um, I don't know too many people who would do this because, again, what we've been taught about wealth is that only a certain type of person is supposed to have it. So the fact right. that you're trying to create it and give it to everybody, um, again, it, it's absolutely phenomenal. Um, I have youth that I work with. Me and you had this conversation a while ago about, you know, kind of putting together a, a curriculum or something, you know, to, to bring this to our youth as well. Like, talk about that and tell me why you think this information would be so important for our kids. Well, it would just change the trajectory and the decision making of the people who we expose the information to. Um, not for nothing. And I, I feel as though I can say it, given that I have... Uh, I have at least a little bit of higher education under my belt. Um, it, it's not necessary for every, every type of person, and especially those that, uh, that are passionate about working for themselves and being an entrepreneur and building an abundant lifestyle for themselves and for their family and their communities. I think that, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't bash college or anything like that, but I just think that we would broaden uh, children and members of the community, we'd broaden their horizons and we'd help them gain a little bit more uh, perspective and depth of vision in, into what being an entrepreneur is, what business is, how you can provide value to your community and how you can get paid while doing it. And I think that once people learn that, because the thing is, it's not, a, it's not hard or I shouldn't say it's not hard, but it's not, uh, it's not like physically taxing it's something that everybody can do. The game of money is a simple game. That's what I mean. It's not it's not an easy game to play, but it's a simple game. And it's not it's not a skill, it's a knowledge. Building a house, that's a skill. If you gave me the blueprint how to build the house, I probably couldn't do it. <laughs> but if the numbers make sense, I can go ahead and buy the house. I can go ahead and have somebody <laughs> else work on the house. Oh, it, takes, yes. it takes the specialized knowledge as opposed to the specialized skill. So the opportunity to succeed in business is available to everybody who will listen. So I think that once we can pl plant that seed in the minds of the youth that, that we work with, that will help, that will change their life experience tremendously. Like the way that I look at things is much different than the way I looked at things two years ago, right? And obviously, mm -hmm. 
obviously I'm, I'm younger, so two years is pretty significant, but still the, the way that I look at things are so much different than how I used to. And I, and I, and I see things from a business perspective and back to what you were saying real quick about hidden information. You see it everywhere. I was in a dollar general, just grabbing like, I, it was soap or something uh, not too long ago. And uh, the store manager, he dropped something. I started talking to him and he offered me a manager job at another branch after we spoke for like three minutes. He's like, Hey, would you like a manager job? He's like, wow, that's cool. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but he's telling me, he's telling me about the pay and he's like, listen, you get a percentage of what this, of what the store does. If you're a manager, you get a quarterly percentage, um, blah, blah, blah. He's telling me all this stuff. I said, cool. And he goes, but you can't tell your employees about that. And I said, why not? And he was like, cause they don't get a percentage. So you have to motivate them to work harder so you can make more money. And I'm Ooh. like, well, if you, if you told them that, maybe they would work harder. Maybe you're just not giving them the information the right way. No, no, no. You got to keep it a secret. And that's, that's what we were talking about earlier is, you know, you even see it at that level. That information is going to be kept from people who are in positions of power that are nervous about losing their power. So, mm. so I, I, I think that we're so secure with the amount of value that we provide that we're not afraid to give away, I guess, the secret ingredients, <laughs> the secret sauce, if you will. We're not afraid yeah. to do that. Because as, we're as Carl says, that Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So uh, what, let me ask you something. So when you're dealing with people and you deal with probably all different types of people, how, how is it for you to be able to plant that seed with somebody who is conditioned, like you said? Is, is it more difficult? And if it is, how do you get around that? Well, it, it depends on the kind of relationship that I have with the person. I have people that are in my family that are pretty closed off to the ideas of, uh, of any type of entrepreneurship. And that you're going to come across that a lot. How I deal with that is by being myself all the time. And I know that sounds cliche, but let me elaborate a little bit. Business, uh, I'm more passionate about that than I am about anything. I'm a big sports guy, big Eagles guy. Just got to win over the Giants. Pretty. Oh, gosh. I'm a Giants fan. I don't know. I heard. I watched it. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess this is the end of the podcast. All right, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, like I'm a huge sports guy and I, I like to do other things, but I'm super passionate about business that I kind of, it's almost bad. It's, it's one of the very few things that I actually talk about. Like, I don't care about hearing about people's dogs. I don't like making small talk about the weather or anything like that. It's just what I like to talk about. And uh, if you get wrapped up in a conversation with me, we're going to start talking business. We're probably going to start talking numbers. And um, and after a while, because if you if I approach somebody for the first time, I start talking to them about business. OK, OK, OK. And then they'll watch me for a long time because now we have social media so they can watch. Mm-hmm. They'll watch they'll watch me for a long time. I'll come across the same person in a month. They'll walk up to me at a gas station. I had this happen last week. They'll walk up to me at a gas station and say, hey, can we have a meeting? For what? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I I just want to have a meeting and talk to you. Because people, they start to get interested. And um, with my age group, we're kind of going through that transition from being a teen to an adult, a kid to an adult. So, everybody's in a weird spot where a lot of people are living at home uh, a lot of people are going to school or a lot of people are having their first job 
and now we're kind of uh, getting getting a little bit further from that. So now people that are entering their mid twenties, they're okay. I, I got to do something else because if I don't change anything, then my situation's not going to change. And that's when I break through to people. Once they have that realization that life's not just going to change until they do, that's when I break through to people. So just being myself over time and normally normally plays out that way. Right. And it's something I kind of noticed right now as well is for, for, for whatever reason you have like this is like the rise of the entrepreneur. Uh, with technology, with social media, the way it is, I see so many people that are that are stepping out on faith and following their passions. People that are starting their own individual businesses uh, in fashion, in art, uh, in music. Um, and I really, it reminds me of like when I was a kid in school, I used to read about the Harlem Renaissance. When you had all these people that were just starting these little, starting these little uh, mom and pop shops or these little stores or these after hour spots. But you had people because of a recession, basically like, you know, we're, we're, we refuse to just, to just be poor. So we're going to create something. Uh, and I'm looking at it now really kind of across the globe as a whole, the rise of the entrepreneur, for whatever reason, I see more people that are like, traditional education is not for me, traditional employment is not for me. Let me step step out and do the startup business. Talk. Can you really like talk about that? Is that something you're seeing as well? I see it all the time. And I think it just has to do with, uh, with the integration of how much the internet and social media is used today. Mm. I think that information i we talked about hidden info earlier i think information like layers are starting the curtains starting to get peeled back a little bit mm. well, well maybe work hard go to school get a good job uh, invest for the long term and be happy with what you have isn't doesn't really cut it and people are being more vocal about it it doesn't cut it so now you have people that aren't gonna just sit there and and be in that same like rat race just a mundane routine lifestyle you got people who want more because they deserve more and I think when you see it with people in my age group my generation the thing that we fall back on is our age because if you're alive today that means that everything that has ever happened it's always been okay even the most stressful situation it's been okay it all everything always ends up being fine so we can take that chance I'm 22. I could fail for the next decade and I'm, I'd still be considered a young man. And, right. and I think that people in, in my group can really lean on that when, uh, when pursuing their goals. Maybe that's where it's coming from. Right. So we, we got a couple minutes left and, and what I want, you know, what I want is for those, for those people listening, who may struggle with access to the information or maybe even not believe it and it's right in front of them. Um, how, how would you address them or, or how would you try to bring them in? Well, it would, it would have to be um, because a lot of people will go by way of social media or something like that and say like, Hey, you know, we could teach you about X, Y, and Z. And it's pretty, uh, it's not very personal. So I think that driving traffic toward events that, starts with your personal relationships hey you know this person who has a lot of influence sell them on the idea of they deserve more and then they'll go ahead and and market for you people will market for you and i think that once you can get people in front of you and you can explain these things and you have a group that's there 
then that that helps people kind of break down the barriers of uh, limiting beliefs, of doubt, lack of knowledge, lack of uh, any type of special skills, anything like that. Because again, those are all limiting beliefs. Those things get broken down once you can be in front of a group and say, hey, you know what? The guy next to me and the girl on the other side of me, they're going through the same thing that I am right now. They're humbled enough to listen. Their teachability is high because they're because they're, you know, being humble and being vulnerable, saying, hey, I don't know. Can you teach me? I think that is where you're going to be able to. Awesome. So what is, you know, I, I love Earl. Earl's my guy. Uh, he's an absolutely amazing person. But just based on, but based on conversation with him, man, it sounds like you're next up. Hey, man, my goal, I think Earl's the, uh, I think Earl's a nice 46 right now. Yeah. My goal, my goal is to put Earl in a position where by the time he's 50, he doesn't have to do anything. Um, he, I'm indebted to him just because he's, he's brought me along this, uh, this journey and he's helped ramp up my development 10 X easily. Um, without Earl, I wouldn't know as much as I do. He is the CEO of the Wolfpack Wealth Group, and for good reason. He just gets things done. He solves problems in a, in a snap. And my goal is to put him in a position where, you know, he's made more money and helped more people than he ever has at any point in his life. But it won't be based off his effort. It'll be based off mine and leveraging others. Awesome. So, so I enjoyed this kind of so much. I, I had an idea. So how do you feel about... Every Wednesday morning we do this. Call it like a Wolfpack Wednesday. What do you feel about that? That's fine by me. I know we can probably gab it up for another couple hours. Oh, man, absolutely. <laughs> I enjoyed this. Um, you know, so before I check out, uh, what's, what's one final message for the people? If the Wolfpack Wealth Group is holding an event and you don't come out, you're doing yourself a disservice. If you want to learn how to structure a business, how to start a business, uh, where to put your money if you have any, how to make more money, whatever you need. We are a one-stop shop, comprehensive. uh, We have a comprehensive set of services where we can help pretty much anybody in any financial situation uh, further that financial situation. So come out to any event that you see marketed by myself, by Will, by the Wolfpack Wealth Group as a company, and uh, I promise you will you will gain some uh, some some good information. Well, uh, I like to say thank you guys for tuning in to Five One Eight Talks podcast today uh, with myself, William Revis, and my guest uh, today, Mr. Deshaun Kunath. Um, Five One Eight Talks podcast is a platform created created to highlight ideas and innovation of a culture, uh, capturing the renewed energy of entrepreneurship and building. Um, I think we definitely did that today. And, and even moving forward, look out for Wolfpack Wednesdays coming out on the 518 Talks podcast as well. Um, I'm William Reeves, your host. I'd like to thank you for tuning in. Deshaun, thank you very, very much for being my guest and, and bringing the information and the energy that you brought today. Uh, not only was it needed, it was very necessary. And uh, I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm looking forward to the wonderful things that we're going to do together and even just supporting you and watching your growth as well. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me. It's got me charged up on this snowy Tuesday morning, so I'm pretty, pretty excited. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye.